0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the UHY podcast. My name is Ryan Weir and I am one of the senior partners here at UHY Manchester. Now, normally by day, um, the, the job is that of an audit partner and, an advising clients. Um, I've actually been afforded the opportunity, I'm told, to be, um, the next Piers Morgan, um, but perhaps slightly less controversial. Now, the plan is to, um, for one day only, to be an interviewer and to interview my good friend and colleague that sat next to me, Dave Kendrick. Dave is our soon-to-be appointed CEO and, much to my dismay, actually, uh, going to be the official host of the UHY podcast going forward. Um, so first of all, welcome, Dave. Morning. Um, not to throw you in at the deep end, but perhaps maybe can you tell our soon-to-be many viewers... Uh, what they can expect from UHY Cast, um, and, and what sorts of guests we're going to have on in the future? Yeah, of course.
1: Um, so I think the the idea of these episodes is that the viewers and listeners can hopefully get a bit of an insight into the world of accountancy. But actually, more importantly, we're looking to bring some really interesting guest speakers onto the show. That might involve clients that have had an an interesting journey and maybe sold the business or grown a substantial business. Um, inspirational speakers, motivational speakers, perhaps some sports stars. Um, we'll see how it goes and we'll see how the views and the followings go, but um, <laughs> hopefully it will it'll give short shows for people to tune into and uh, get a little bit of thought leadership or um, an insight into something different that they wouldn't normally get in their
0: everyday trip to work or whatever it might be. Yeah. Sounds enthralling. I know I'll be tuning in. Um, so whilst obviously today I plan on setting a, a particularly high bar for you, um, you are, you are going to be the host going forward. Um, so, so I think we can take the opportunity and, and hear a little bit more about, about you. Uh, as I've already mentioned, you are UHY's CEO in, in, in waiting. Um, and I guess you are reaching that milestone f- for me after following what i describe as maybe a non-typical career path. Um, re- reflecting on that, I, I guess may, maybe tell us a bit more about your career. And at, at what point did you realize you wanted to be a partner and, in fact, a, a CEO? Yeah,
1: I think, um, I guess, as a youngster, I always wanted to kind of run own my own business. Um, I fell into accountancy to some extent. And I suppose when you look at the the typical accountancy structure and, and how these businesses are set up um, to get to that, Kind of top table partnership status is is where you need to be from a um, a management point of view and having a, a material impact in the day to day running of the business, but also the ownership of it. So um, no, it wasn't the plan if I'm honest with you um, back in the day. But um, yeah, it's 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 been very very kind to me and it's something that I really enjoy and um, hopefully moving forward can have a bit more of a positive impact and, and do something special with UHY.
0: Okay. And, and I guess sort of digging on that a, a, a little bit was it, was it um it was sales and, and and marketing and 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 large firms there's a huge variety in in, in that career isn't there is, is, is that fair to say yeah so
1: I um I did the standard go to university get a two-one, which I think means you probably did a little bit of work but also enjoyed yourself at the same time <laughs> um it normally gets you your first job as well so um that that worked okay um i managed to um, join the Cordwell Group actually on a on a graduate scheme. And for those of you who don't know, um, or certainly perhaps some of the younger listeners, that was um, a business that was founded by John Cordwell, um, multi-billionaire now, and Phones for You was one of the big brands within mm-hmm. that business. So I did a, a stint there of about 18 months, which was I think about six times the length of your average person that lasted. Um, most people came and went within kind of a three month period. Okay. But it gave me a real good grounding on um, what it was like working in a big corporate. Um, I was in the sales team there and it was a, a very aggressive sales environment, basically selling mobile phones into independents, into massive high street retail, into supermarkets. Um, it paid very well but you didn't see a great deal of daylight and when you're 21 coming out of university actually a life balance is or it felt like um something that i wanted to to get right Mm -hmm. um so after 18 months i actually asked to move into their marketing uh division because i thought that might be a little bit more less pressured and a bit more diverse having done a marketing degree okay um i was told to stick at what i was doing and i would do very well um and that for me just wasn't the right answer so uh yeah, and reluctantly or well not reluctantly, I decided to uh, to move on from that business and take a little bit of time out to try and find something that perhaps was going to give me a better career.
0: And and you moved up the, the step after the Cordwell Group was, was was where? Yeah, so I
1: joined a um, I saw an advert for a business development marketing manager and um, one of these recruitment agents, as they do, um, gave me the big sales pitch on it and sold me the dream. Um, I met with the owners of the business and it seemed like a um, an interesting business. It was in the accountancy space, which was something that um, having a, a father who was a, um, an accountant through and through and a mm-hmm. finance director in industry, um, I was very aware of what accountancy was and probably not something that I would have put myself in the category of. However, um, this business specialized in the automotive sector and I'm a big fan of cars. so thought give it a go why not um they wanted to grow the business so yeah two-footed plunge straight into it and here we are 21 years later or whatever it is and still in the in the industry and still doing a lot um in the automotive space so it's it's funny how things
0: happen absolutely absolutely like like i said non, non-typical so certainly from 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 my own sort of career perspective um which is which is great i don't you know i Talking to our soon-to-be CEO, you bring a different perspective, career experience, ideas, and, and thoughts. We can't pretend that we always agree on, on everything, but that creates healthy debate, like should I be in a podcast, for for, for example. <laughs> um, and, and I guess for, from our firm's point of view as well, it, it just clearly demonstrates that, you know, anyone within within our business can develop have career opportunities and it doesn't have to be in that sort of rigid form you know follow what maybe is a, a typical accountancy route in in, uh, in in terms of career so having sort of reflected on on that career path now and and I guess with the benefit of hindsight, is there anything that, that you you'd maybe change um, if, if, if you were to go back again?
1: Um, I think um, perhaps. Looking at the the kind of the progression I had in my career, I think I was always striving for more and perhaps sometimes accepted a, a bit of a woolly answer from leadership or management at the time. And what do the targets need to be to get to the next level? What do I need to do from a progression point of view? And it was almost like a tick box exercise, because in my mind, that was the way to, to get to the top as quickly as you could and earn as much money as you could, being honest. Um, I think actually maybe persisting with that a bit more and not being fobbed off and just accepting that, just stick with it, you're doing well, it'll come. Mm -hmm. um, Perhaps could have given me a better um, structure to to where I've got to today. Um, I think you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to back yourself. You've got to trust people around you that that have done it before uh, and are clearly in in senior positions. But perhaps I, looking back, did lose a couple of years by perhaps not pushing as hard as I could have done, or just being really driven to to get to that next level. But then others say, "Well, early forties, you're doing pretty well. So what's the
0: problem?" Yeah, um, I'd I'd say so. And the right smile on my face is that I'm listening to you say that you're not pushy enough, which which is interesting. So I guess it's what gets you out of bed, isn't it? <laughs> um, okay, not not feeling sort of too nostalgic re- re- reflecting on, on careers. Let, let's fast forward to to present day. Um, soon to be CEO of of, of UHY. Why take on that, that that role, that position and and what does the future hold? I think I've always aspired to to kind of be
1: be at the top of an organization, whether that's in my kind of outside of work stuff that I do uh, from a voluntary point of view. And I think over the last decade at UHY we've as a as a partner team we've created pretty special business. We've got some amazing people in it that have been in it for a lot longer than me. We've got some new people who've joined us in in more recent times. And um, I just feel that there's a real opportunity to kind of grow the business, make it into a a kind of a Northwest leading practice that people aspire to come and be part of. Um, Not doing anything that's kind of new necessarily, but just being very good at what we do, making people feel that it's a great place to be. Making clients feel that we can support them in whatever part of the journey they're on, um, and I suppose as we grow, the service lines will grow with us, and again, that will that will allow us to to provide more to people. So, um, I guess time will tell whether it works or not, but um, it's a challenge that I'm up for. Um, it's been something I've wanted to do for a number of years, and um,
0: I guess now's time to to stop the thinking and start the doing. Yeah, um, which, which is fair. I think we are doing that. It's not just you. I know you, you will lead the firm, but um, the, the management team, the, the partners, everyone's sort of on board for, for what is going to be an exciting journey going forward, in my opinion. Good political answer, Piers. <laughs> um, okay. Heading into the home straight then. There are three standard questions that, that we will ask uh, every guest. And when I say we, you will be asking every guest. Um. So to, to spin the tables, that that first question is... um. What would you really want to be when, when you were a child? I think the answer was a footballer. Are you um, sure? Because I've seen you play football. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fitness and speed gets you quite a long way, I've found. But um, no, I think I think if I if I look back, I think it was just when Man United, my team, was was starting to kind of uh, do pretty well and. Um, Understatement, pretty well. <laughs> yeah, we did all right, didn't they? Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that was that was something that people aspired to be. The kind of the young kids all looked up to these um, superstars or whatever they are these days. And unfortunately, as my as you will <laughs> will uh, testify, and some of my friends will take the mick out of um, the ability, perhaps wasn't there for the professionalism, the determination, the effort, the fitness, the speed was all there. But perhaps that lack of ability maybe held me back. So thank God I didn't pursue that one too long.
0: (laughs) Still enjoy it though. Absolutely. Um, Having just okay, moving on. Second question: Having just reflected on on your on your career to date, and and now with the benefit of hindsight, what what thing would 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 you would you change possibly? Uh, I suppose, without
1: repeating the the answer I gave before. Probably backing myself earlier. Um, I think we we worked at a firm for a, a number of years and probably got into quite a, a routine with mm-hmm. that business. It was growing nicely, um, but we never had any ownership in it. And looking at the, the kind of the other side of the fence and the grass always being greener, it's fine. But then when it comes down to it, do you have the... Do you have the confidence to to back yourself and and go and go and do something? So I think the one thing I probably would have done if I could have my time again would have been to have made the what was the move to UHY um, at an earlier stage mm-hmm. and and really believed in what we were doing and and the clients we had and the feedback we were getting and and actually have have, have taken that plunge earlier with the with the team of us that moved at the time. Um, it's worked amazingly well. So hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? But I Absolutely. think looking back, we perhaps could have made that move slightly earlier and um, perhaps would have been a little bit further progressed on the plan okay. that we are today.
0: And finally, the, the most important question. Um, you're having a dinner party this weekend. I have no plans for the record. Um, but which three guests would you invite and and why? Okay.
1: Okay. Um, I've given this one, one some thought knowing it was coming. <laughs> so I think the football side of me says I've got to have um I've got to have someone who's a bit of a, a hero from that point of view and also someone who's a little bit controversial. So I think um to help us with the starters and a bit of French onion soup, maybe Eric Cantona. <laughs> um controversial in football. Mm-hmm. Um probably one of the best players that's that's played for Manu. Um mm-hmm. uh, moved from Leeds to to United, which is always a a slightly controversial move and of course decided to uh kung fu kick a fan in the crowd once yeah. um so yeah i think um i think i'd have to have him at the table to give a bit of the uh vava boom or whatever uh, <laughs> I uh says. The, yeah. <laughs> um i think second person i would have um and there's a little bit of a theme here actually is probably michael jordan okay um having watched his uh film or program last year the, i think the last dance is called yeah um just listening to him and how he was just always driven to succeed, no matter what, at any cost. Um, I think he, whilst he's told some of his stories to the film, I'm sure there's a lot more behind the scenes that he could he could tell. And I think that would be, that'd be quite an interesting character to have sat at the table puffing away on his big fat thousand pound cigars. Absolutely. Um, and then last but not least, I think Nelson Mandela. Okay. Um, probably a little bit of a different one, but. Probably, again, someone who no matter what was thrown at him seemed to come out of things with a, a smile on his face and um, obviously quite a tragic um, situation that that he went through. And again, kind of doing some reading and, and watching some programs on him, I think just hearing his story and just how he managed to keep going and going and going. Yeah. Um, well, that's
0: fascinating, isn't it? If you, if you could listen to those stories.
1: Yeah. And then I'd just be sat there being dull, just uh, having a nice <laughs> bottle of wine maybe. <laughs>
0: So you've definitely not invited me then. No. Sorry, sorry. If I get any dropouts, I'll let you know. <laughs> Fine. Um, okay. Well, that that brings episode one to a to a close. I'm not sure if we've given Pierce and Ronaldo a run for their money, but but let's see. I guess, Dave, can can you wrap up things and and let our viewers know what they can expect from episode two?
1: Yeah, I think um, first of all, thanks for thanks for coming on. Um, hopefully, it. it's not been too bad as a first go round and. Yeah, if I'm the uh, the Ronaldo, then hopefully I won't be getting a a payoff anytime soon to leave. But um, no, I think um, the, the future episodes are going to be more focused around bringing on guests that are not part of UHY, have their own story to tell. As I mentioned at the beginning, whether that be around their, their business journey that they've been on, whether that be uh, focusing more on a, a motivational experience or, or life experience, that type of thing. So I think episode two, we're going to be joined by John Leach, okay. who is the founder of Winning Pitch. Um, john built that business from from the ground up um quite an interesting guy a very very uh driven again actually quite a sales background um he has but he he grew that business um successfully sold it 3 or 4 years ago um for a handsome sum of money um so john's going to be coming on and talking to us about where it all started the challenges he had what he thinks business owners and Uh, entrepreneurs should be focusing on in their day-to-day running of their businesses. So really excited to welcome John. He'll no doubt give me some grief as he always does, but he's a a fun character to have around. So um, tune in for the next episode and uh, hopefully our viewing viewing stats will continue to
0: increase. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. Cheers. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you.